inner truth. I call it sometimes inner transparency that we need to get to where we can be completely hearing and listening what our truth is. And if that happens through meditation, if that happens through walking in the woods or hugging a tree, like, yeah, but it's an inner inner journey, if you will, that, uh, and, and often it creates a spiritual practice of some sort that we just want to come back to every day. And it becomes part of our lifestyle. At least that's how, how it developed for me. Um, and for some it's, it's about also involving the body, uh, in that conversation and tuning into our own energy and, and how we can, you know, be allowing ourselves to step out of the mind, basically, and into our heart and body, and allowing that to speak to us. Namaste, sweet souls. My name is Shilpa, and you're listening to the Omni Mindfulness Podcast. I am a mindset and meditation coach for professional women and mompreneurs. The purpose of the show is to offer stories and content that allows you to increase your awareness of your authentic self and be inspired by connecting to the personal and professional stories of other souls. Souls who are walking the walk and living everyday human experiences with inspired intentions. These are the stories that will expand your consciousness and spark within you to ask, what if? Each season, I offer content to help you create a holistic lifestyle that embodies spirituality, mindfulness, mindset, and energy awareness. Through my conversations with experts in their niche area and solo casts from yours truly, my intention is to help you holistically revitalize, reset, and relax your body, mind, and spirit. I'm your host and founder of Omni Mindfulness. So ask yourself, what if just one story could be the catalyst to shift the trajectory of my life? What if I become instrumental in serving other souls to realize their true self? And what if my soul's higher purpose is in the realization of omni-mindfulness joy? It's never too late to rewrite your story. And now, today's episode. We are now in the sixth podcast season. Each month, my guests and I explore a facet of how mindfulness applies to modern day living. In April, my guests and I delve into the topic of eco-conscious living. The topic of courage and resiliency is covered in May and wrapping up the season of mindfulness in June with the topic of heart-centered awareness. Stay tuned. During the month of June, I discuss mindfulness and heart-centered awareness. And today, I am so thrilled to introduce you to my first guest of the month, Ulrika Sullivan. Ulrika is a former scientist turned author, intuitive spiritual life coach, yoga teacher, and energy healer. Her multifaceted background uniquely positions her as a guiding force for mindful working women seeking calm and balance in all aspects of their lives. Ulrika's dedication to her roles as a mom and wife adds a personal touch to her profound expertise. As a national best-selling author, she has touched countless lives with her transformative work. With her intuition as her compass, 
Ulrika is also an adept podcaster, energy healer, yoga teacher, galactic astrologer, encompassing a wide range of modalities to support holistic well-being. Through her heart-centered approach, Ulrika is passionate about helping individuals like you see your life in a new light. Ulrika's fierce yet calm demeanor makes her the perfect ally for your journey towards alignment and achieving your desired outcomes. Ulrika's vast array of skills and unwavering dedication to empowering others makes her her force to be reckoned with. Join me this month as Ulrika graces my podcast, sharing her remarkable insights and practical tools to help you create a life filled with serenity, balance, and purpose. And now, here is Ulrika. Welcome, Ulrika. Thank you. Thank you, Shilpa. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to talk to you. It's been in the works. So today's topic is heart-centered awareness. And I felt like your work and your alignment is so perfect with this that I wanted to have a conversation with you. And maybe you can start off by just sharing a little bit of background so that our guests are aware of your connection to this topic. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I'm honored to be on your on your show. And uh, just a few um, sentences about myself. I'm an intuitive spiritual life coach and a galactic astrologer. I, I work holistically with others um, over long periods of time sometimes. And really the essence of, of my work is to help others really tune into the truth of themselves. I call it the true self. There's many, you know, labels on what we want to call that, but uh, ultimately it's, it's to help others align to who they are ultimately deep down. And I am a guide. I am a, a coach. I'm a spiritual teacher. And um, in a way it's, it's about that awakening and awareness that we were talking about uh, the awakening of, of awareness of the heart and that energy instead of, uh, and, and why am I talking about that? Because what qualifies me is really, I, I once spent over like 20 years, let's say, in, in a, in a very traditional path as a career woman, very multitasking environment. And uh, I basically was up in my mind, in my head, all the time and but what what happened was that and the result of that was I was so disconnected from myself not knowing not being aware that that was actually what was happening but the symptoms were I was exhausted I was um, not really in connection with myself and why why would I you know even question that but what happened was that I um, had an awakening, basically, and, and often it happens as a rock bottom for many. And in my case, it happened through my work, I, um, which was very much of importance to me at that time. I basically was very much identified with my career. And it might look different for, for you know, others in terms of how we 
hang our hat up on an external structure or expectations or, or call it what you will that are not really associated with who we truly are. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's just a few sentences of, you know, why I'm here talking about heart, heart awareness and heart centered awareness. Sounds like you walk the walk and you've been through the journey of arriving at a place where there was no doubt that you you had to go back within and reconnect. I truly believe most of the women on this podcast that listen are professional women who either are still working in that space or ready to make that transition because they felt that what I call the wobble, <laughs> the just <laughs> yeah. from the inner self. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so important to uh, acknowledge that, that it's, we're all part of our own journey. Right. And um, once we start to feel that wobble <laughs> and, and the wobble can also be like, the, there's gotta have to be something more. There's gotta have to be something more to, to me uh, and, and my experience here. And that's really the wobble. When we start to ask ourselves those questions, because for the longest time, we may not ask our, ourselves questions at all as far as who am I or can I have uh, what I truly want. We just follow some sort of template uh, of what success is or how, how we are supposed to fulfill our life. And that, I think, is really the, the breakthrough when we start to ask ourselves questions and, and kind of be curious about that. And you mentioned earlier something that I too could resonate with because I spent a majority of my career getting higher and higher education, but also working in corporate, very technology space. And ultimately, my two, two or three th things started to occur. One is that I trusted my intuition less and less, gave it less and less credibility. I trusted my feminine energy even less and almost looked down upon things that felt weak, like, oh, I mean, this is sometimes controversial, but if you're having your period, those are cycles of the female, but often that's also something where you want to feel shame and hide it. And the third one also I felt was being so disconnected from my heart. I was so in, locked in my head. Absolutely. And and all of what you describe now is is has been in a way not appreciated or not kind of ways of living that are considered by society as as successful if you will or should be considered we because many of us have really suppressed those cycles or ways of gaining information because intuition is is something that everyone has, right? And like you, it was like, nah, even if I feel something that is true, I'm going to go over here because that's what, what is said to me is, is successful or way to do things. So yeah, I think it's time now to bring back, I think a lot of, of, of the feminine is going to be, um, there is a rise of, of that feminine energy for sure. Uh, not just as a thought, but actually as um, as a natural, and also in looking at astrological 
energies that it, there's definitely a shift here coming and we're in a shift uh, that is really natural to the cycles of the earth and, and of the universe. So there's no, <laughs> there's no going back. Right. So I think we're right on time here talking about these things, because if anyone is watching or listening to this, that have the same kind of, okay, it's time there. It's, there's something more here within you that needs to come out and be expressed. If you're, if you're listening or watching this, it's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So you're right on time. <laughs> and with the word expression itself, now that I've really become immersed in this world, like where you and I spend our, I would say intellectual time and heart time is that expression is a feeling. And often when you are disconnected, the ways I described, I feel like we disregard also the information we receive through these feelings and the feeling from the heart and that strength of the heart, it can resonate miles away. Others can feel it. And unless it's scientifically hooked up, I would have not believed in the past, but there is energy in just the heart and the intelligence. Maybe you can speak to some of that, how it plays out in your work. Yes, absolutely. And as I mentioned earlier, I, I help others navigate this, you know, going from the mental domain to the heart domain and actually shift the way they they consider themselves, but also how it expresses itself in their life, because it's a shift. Um, and, you know, the heart energy itself is really linked in to our intuition and the rest of the universe, our life force. While the mind, the mental domain is very much uh, of polarity, if you will, is, and often we find ourselves in like, is it this or is it that? Is it right or is it wrong? Right. That's the typical mind, mental domain of, of activity. And there's a lot of scenarios and what ifs right in that domain. Once we come down and connect to our heart energy, it just is. And that's the biggest shift that people make when they start to trust that what just is within their life, because that takes often, uh, you know, a person down the right path for them that their soul has, you know, want to walk and start to acknowledge the, the talents and the gifts that we have, each individual has naturally, and start to appreciate that and not kind of say, okay, I have to have all these degrees to be valued, as an example, <laughs> right? Maybe it, it's some other talent or, or um, expression of an individual that actually is, is their natural gift. And, 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 and I've seen so many just absolutely flourish in their own, you know, natural talents once they start to acknowledge what they really are here for. That is so lovely the way you articulated that because, again, coming from that space where I was and trying to always be more, be enough, whether it's for my, the cultural background I came with, with their own expectations of a woman, or then having worked in technology, where there was this constant need to prove myself. And as you further engage in the spiritual 
or mindfulness space, you recognize that agnostic to all of that external stuff, you are so much more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the strength of the heart that you were mentioning earlier. Once we can align with that and, and see ourselves in that light, that's when we, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm whole. I'm, I'm one with my environment and my path. And it's like, what else is there now? It, 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 it just is. And for those who may not quite be there, perhaps those souls that are maybe where you and I might have been 15 years ago or longer, what indicator are there? What indicators are there that your soul or your intuition is trying to nudge you or talk to you? Mm. Yeah, and here is where it's very difficult sometimes to say it's this, you have to look for this, because for each individual, it's something different. And often, uh, the way I kind of express this is often it is where it matters the most to you. And just to give you an example, for me, as I mentioned earlier, I was very, very um, you know, I was married to my career in the past, right? It mattered to me. It mattered a lot to me, right? And often in those areas where it matters the most is where, where things are getting shaken up or it, because it is really to wake us up. It, it really is to, um, you know, throw us out in the unknown. So it, this, these indicators can be different for each individual. But often it is something that we at, at the time is valuing a lot. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that, because it, it can be anything really that, that uh, in, an, in the external world that creates this wobble or this, this you know, opportunity to, to make it a choice, to, to pivot. Yeah, and absolutely. That I can relate to. I think my story may be aligned with yours. Others might be different. Maybe their their um, goals were different and they were in a different space. For me, I was so saturated in my desire to make my career the end all be all. I couldn't see further than, than that. Mm. That was my identity. That was my goal. Um, and it felt yeah. so comfortable just doing that for countless years. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a similar story there. And I, I think the um, the indicator that our intuition is kind of poking us, you asked that question as well, what is it that that, you know, what is it that makes us listen all of a sudden? Yeah. Um, often it comes with physical symptoms as well. And I mentioned earlier, maybe, let's say you're at work, or in situations, a big gathering, family gathering or something, and you come home completely exhausted. Yeah. That is a, a signal that there is something here that is, is uh, imbalanced, if you will. Exhaustion often is that physical symptom of imbalance. So notice, if you're listening or watching, notice kind of where in what area of your life it, is it where you feel depleted or, uh, and, and what that means is that 
you may work against this natural energy that wants to flow through you and you're, you're giving your energy away. And, and often it comes as an indicator of, of a change that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I definitely in the past did not believe that I could be successful without striving or struggling. It, it, it went together, right? But now, being where I'm at is that there is there is no struggle anymore in my life. It's it's and just changing that belief that we have to struggle and we have to exhaust ourselves to get where we want to. It's it's a huge shift. Because now, like after a conversation like this or in a coaching session with someone, I feel energized. It's like, woohoo, <laughs> right? And that's what we can have in every single thing we, we do or in our lives. And, and that's a big shift. So I think when your intuition tells you, hey, there is something here that needs to be different. And because it, it's an energy of your or that you feel is kind of heavy <laughs> in one area of your life, that's an indicator. Yes, and the, the balance is something that's used a lot in our generation. I I feel like there's an opportunity though among those who are using that word to really hone in on what they mean by balance. It's not, I put in seven hours at work, but I'll give two hours on the weekend. <laughs> it's, 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 it, it's more about your intention. And once you've set your intention, like for me, it could be as simple as I want to be more present with my loved ones. And that's the intention for the work. And so that way, when the energy is put into anything, you are then truly creating balance. Absolutely. Yes. And, and going back to the heart centered uh, awareness there, balance is something also that comes from within. Nobody else can tell you what your balance in a certain area of life is. And I think that's the, that's the inner contemplation that we need to get to, to say, okay, what is it that maybe I need to do less of or spend more time on to feel whole because balance and wholeness is also, you know, very closely linked. And, And all of that is discerned through the heart, because if we were to allow our mind to to make those decisions, it would never be enough. It would always be okay. We can do a little bit more and what if and all of that, right? So the awareness of the heart and tapping into that comes with allowing ourselves to really feel what matters to us, but also what we need and asking ourselves that question, what do I need? And given the history of what you and I just talked about, the alignment of our past, one of the things that I've learned over the course of meeting all these spiritual mindfulness coaches last couple (laughs) of years is that the mind is thinks it's in charge. While back in the days, especially, we would have been like, oh, no, it's the mind that I rely on. But when you drop in and truly drop in, and I, I don't know if I'm there yet, I, it's a daily practice, but truly drop into the heart, that becomes 
the driver. And the, the mind, you can assign a task later. I think of it as a secondary task, because that's the one, like you were saying, um, if then, left, right, yes, no, <laughs> <laughs> and give that to the mind. Because we're, we're Absolutely. historically running away from predators that could hurt us. But in this modern day generation, our, our ultimate goal is really to stay aligned with our higher self. Yes. Yeah. And one other other thing that I feel in heart-centered awareness is so beautiful is that once we tap into our heart energy and our life force, we also have access to a much bigger perspective of ourselves. We have connection, direct line to the universe as well. And I think that's part of where we are as, as humanity now. We're ready to, to have a perspective of ourselves as a, as a bigger, bigger than just kind of I'm in a soul in my, in a body, right. <laughs> or a, a body with a soul. Um, there is something so vast about us that we are now ready. I feel to start to relate to and actually work with, because mo- many of us are just, even if we're in the, in the physical world seem successful or balanced, there is so much more to ourselves that we are not, we are living at ourselves. I think that's my point. So this, this heart awareness also allows for an expansion in consciousness. And I think we're, we're there We're we are, many of us are ready for that perspective. And that's, um, that's also bringing us into more connection with each other in our environment. And you and I were just moments before we hit record talking about co-creation and ultimately creation for me, when I think of it truly, because I just love creating, it makes my heart smile. It makes me feel it's coming from the heart and there's no ego there, or ideally there's no ego there. There's, there's just this pure life force energy and when you co-create with other people there's like this two melding of souls saying hey let's be creative together and tapping into that higher source absolutely yes and that's when we become you know powerful in the sense that that strength of heart that you mentioned in the beginning that's when we don't have to doubt ourselves anymore or put ourselves down or all the all the habits and patterns that we may have been conditioned consciously or unconsciously as far as you know how we how we place ourselves here we we don't have to engage in that anymore and that's that's part of you know what feels like freedom sometimes it does feel like freedom and does feel like those you had mentioned or articulated that there is this catalyst perhaps I forget the word you used that led to down to the pivot I I I too had gone through that and that catalyst was not pleasant there were series of pleasant I would say either subtle or larger things that occurred and ultimately it brought pain to the heart but it was the pain that I was trying to recover from that allowed me to then um, grow and I feel like a lot of us 
are, I mean, I just, I feel like we have a gift at this point and there are other people who don't have to suffer as much. There's receptive, they can go down the path without the pain. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that path is obviously different for each of us. And uh, it's, for some, it doesn't have to involve suffering. Yes. Discovered that too. It's, and for some it is, but it's very individual what it takes because part of what I've also discovered and, and, and every time somebody comes to me, it's divinely guided because I know that they, they have decided their soul have decided that it's time now. And the way it often uh, expresses itself is that there is such a willingness to start kind of asking themselves questions and do the work. Because if there's, if there's any doubt that this is the you know next step in their soul's journey, they would never go outside their comfort zone. But when somebody is willing to go outside their comfort zone and into the unknown to some extent, whether that is through a rock bottom or or not, that's that's kind of the green light, right? <laughs> and and yeah. And ultimately, like you've mentioned, the path may be different for different people, but it the desire to take that journey mm-hmm. really needs to come from within. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I, I was just going to agree with you again <laughs> that it's about the willingness. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, just like there's different paths, perhaps you can speak to the different modalities one can apply or use to awaken heart centered awareness. Mm. Well, um, again, it's. It comes with, well, there are different ways, but I'm a firm believer of that there has to be some sort of inner focus. So, uh, and we're so trained in having the external focus, if you will. So, once we are starting to get willing and interested in turning the focus to some extent inwards. It creates a uh, a desire to go there again, and I'm not so hung up on how that happens. Many many people are drawn to meditation, and it's I I'm, but for some it's just not the thing, and that's okay. But it's that inner focus, inner conversation, if you will, inner truth. I call it sometimes inner transparency that we need to get to where we can be completely hearing and listening what our truth is. And if that happens through meditation, if that happens through walking in the woods or hugging a tree, like, yeah, but it's an inner, inner journey, if you will, that, uh, and, and often it creates a spiritual practice of some sort that we just want to come back to every day. And it becomes part of our lifestyle. At least that's how how it developed for me. Um, and for some, it's it's about also involving the body uh, in that conversation and tuning into our own energy and and how we can, you know, be 
allowing ourselves to step out of the mind, basically, and into our heart and body and allowing that to speak to us. And we were talking about my different pillars for my business. And one of them is energy awareness. And I believe that the heart itself has tremendous energy. And there are different ways yeah. to invoke that energy. It could be like singing. And mm -hmm. the words yeah. could invoke different vibrations that creates the movement through the heart or breath work. Yeah. But those modalities like meditation, which for me, just like you were describing, it's it's a must-have. It's who I have become. And I think at some point I must have always been that, but I just needed to rediscover that person. Yes. I love that you are saying rediscovering because that's really what it is. It really is uh, a rediscovery of what's natural to us to live in harmony and balance with ourselves and our body and our environment. Mm -hmm. And and many people sometimes ask me like, Ulrika, can you give me uh, your secret <laughs> or can you give me the way to do it? And I say, no, <laughs> but I can help you navigate to your own solution. I can help you navigate what's right for you. And that's, that's also part of what sometimes people get, get uh, you know, hung up on that we are so conditioned to to wanting that that quick solution and 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 taking somebody else's solution that have had success and yeah. apply it to ourselves but that's that's kind of never going to work really because that what works for for one person is may not be the right for for you or so it's that journey we have to be willing to take to discover what is, for example, uh, my spiritual practice that works for me that I want to come back to every day? And there's, and, and there's where we have to kind of <laughs> work with um, departing from the external expectation or how it should be. Yeah. And that's part of the journey as well, to kind of detach from that. And that's probably one of the things that you and I experienced when we were so... I would, for lack of a better word, attached to our past careers as our identity is that there was a lot of external expectations on what it should look like, what we, how we should behave and arrive. And when I departed from that space to become a coach last two or three years, I realized there are no rules really. I mean, there's some fundamental guidelines that I see as best practice that you can apply but ultimately you can have or shape your own coaching the way you want to yeah and and it's that self-discovery that that's exactly what self-discovery is on and and it's coming from within it's that willingness that curiosity that is the driver of it that if if we're not cur curious about our inner journey it's not going to happen, <laughs> basically. And that's okay. It's okay. So not everyone is here to, to walk the inner journey. And that's fine, too. Um, but for those who are, are likely here on this podcast <laughs> and listening to this. So, yeah. So uh, you mentioned modalities. We both agree that perhaps different modalities work for different people. Although... My personal take is that to really quiet the mind, which is the goal 
to go inwards. Meditation is a very powerful tool. However, there are different ways. Maybe you can share maybe three tips to our audience of the top three things that have worked for you. Hmm. Yeah. And um, at the top of my list is meditation. Uh, that's how I got introduced to, you know, any form of inner inquiry um, as early as 13 years old. So that's that's a long, long practice for me. But meditation for me is is also an opportunity to um, really listen because one of the myths about meditation in my in my pers- from my perspective is that it has to be like completely quiet no <laughs> it's not the purpose because th- that's where people are struggling and and leave it often because it, they think that it has to be like nothing going on but what what is the difference is that when we start to hear our truth instead of all the what ifs of the mind, that's the difference. And our meditation time can become almost like I have developed it into channeling. So I have conversations with my guides. I have, I I use, so that's, that's the second tip. Use, um, I, I use intuitive automatic writing because I download from my channeling to write. Some people speak, but I, I prefer to write. I'm a, I'm a writer. <laughs> and that's how I um, tune into my own, my own truth, so to say, and, and downloads from my guides and, and things that I, um, and it, it comes through the heart. So if, if we want to, to develop this inner conversation, it's about meditation and often guided meditations are really beautiful for someone who hasn't experienced meditation before, because what, what that does, a guided meditation allows you to rest, to sit back and just follow. And that's exactly what the, uh, how we can rest the mind, right? We don't have to be in the action mode. And in the beginning, it it really helpful with the guided meditation because then we can just okay, um, energetically sit back and relax and follow. Um, but there are many many ways of of uh, and and modalities of meditation. And uh, so I'm 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 just sharing what works for me. And then that uh, intuitive journaling I call it, where we kind of not have an intention really, but really write down everything that comes through us without editing, without any judgment. And that's a way to get to know our true self by reading it afterwards and <laughs> saying, huh, <laughs> I actually learned something or I got the piece of advice here that would never been coming through uh, the, the mental domain. So that's pretty powerful. And it can be some a practice, a five-minute practice a day to start, and, and it can expand from there. Um, I also include um, breath work and yoga in my spiritual practice. And, and the reason for that, um, and many of us do, who, who kind of have an interest in integrating body, mind, uh, feeling whole in a way, but it's also to get to know our body because 
way in the way in the way <laughs> many years ago, I was completely disconnected from my body. I thought I, you know, I treated my body as as a someone that was going to go to work and go to grocery store and do all these things for me, right? <laughs> but but what I didn't treat it as is as a as a vessel for communication. And uh, so that's that what yoga helped me with connecting that inner language of of my body as well. So I mean, I'm I'm describing um, tools here that many are familiar with. Um, but what really creates the power in this is that, um, you know, to come back to it over and over and over again. Uh, and not just use a spiritual practice when we feel we need it. <laughs> it it's something that that actually is is part of life. Absolutely, I it's what I call my non-negotiables. Yes. For me, I'm <laughs> married to a man who seems for, from the beginning of our marriage, it was like that's whatever she needs to do, she does it. And my son now just watches me meditate and mm -hmm. um it's so natural to him that I feel good because ultimately should he need to start really integrating that into his life it won't feel odd it won't feel weird right yeah no I love it and and, and I, you bring up a great point also because sometimes it holds us back because the rest of our family is not into it if you will, and they can just like, nah, I wait another week. I'm not going to start this week. Now nobody else is doing it, right? But it's especially with children, like they really observe. And what you say is like it, it, it might not feel at all weird for him when he's a little older and say, okay, how, what can I do to? And and he, he's watched you over the years, like, yeah, why not, right? So often our family is following kind of what we're doing. So, and, and it's, it's often the mistake that is made to kind of, Oh, shouldn't you start to meditate? Oh, it would help you so much, but no, <laughs> right. When somebody comes and, and asks you about it, that's the, that's the green flag to actually start sharing about it. And not until then. Absolutely. Well, all of the things that you listed, I, I, again re resonate with the meditation and the approach that you use to tap into your intuition for me it's been interesting the second part of the journaling it's only been something i've become more comfortable with in the last few years even though i know it's good for me and i've on again off again through my youth and my adulthood tried it but it wasn't until i actually took a step back recently and said, I'm done trying to get to the next place. I'm here where I'm here. And I'm going to nurture myself by doing these downloads. It's it feel, yeah. feels nurturing. It does, yes. And it's a very it's a practice of being very present. Yes. Um, because uh, it's it's the moment that this is happening and you can only catch those messages in the moment. Mm -hmm. So you, you can't think ahead. You can't be in the past. You're just here. And that's, it's it's really what it is to relax on the inside of you, to allow whatever comes through, come through in the moment. So yeah, beautiful. It's It's such a, 
It's such a, and it takes, you know, all we need to do is to be open to it, open to try. And you'll be surprised (laughs) what come through. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I could do a whole, just a journal on the journaling aspect alone Mm -hmm. with you. There's been so many layers of unraveling and truth for me and healing that's occurred through that process. So, yeah, I think I'll earmark this as a topic for you and I in the near future. Absolutely. I'm happy to to come back. (laughs) Well, I know my guests love to read up on those who are talking about specific topics, as I mentioned, heart-centered awareness, which you've shared so much. Is there anything else you'd like to share about the topic, as well as how people can find you, which I'll include in the show notes as well? Yes, yes. And if if you're listening or watching this and feel kind of, okay, I want to know more about how to actually engage my or drop into my heart space, I want to invite you to my website, orikasullivan.com. And also there you will find, I, I wrote a book about this. The, the book is called Wisdom Beyond What You Know. And, how, and basically it is about how to shift from being driven by the mind to living from the heart and intuition. And it, it really is a, it's a, it's a, I call it a, an actionable spiritual self-help book because part of it is also in each chapter, there are actionable exercises and, and practices that you can engage in and actually get results for yourself. And so it's not some sort of okay idea, right? <laughs> Often, because that's exactly why I included coaching exercises in the book, because often it starts, it stays an, as an idea of what, all the things that we don't want to shift in our life. And I want it to be kind of a hands-on inspiration and, you know, opportunity to, to actually make a shift. So uh, I have a copy here. It looks like this wisdom beyond what you know. And you'll find it on my website and anywhere where books are sold. But uh, if you feel kind of, oh, I want more of this, <laughs> I invite you to check it out. I will. Um, I usually have a book of the month, sometimes more than that. So that can become the book of the month for heart centered awareness. Oh, beautiful. Yes. I, yeah. um, I invite you to. To, yeah, it's it has uh, seven shifts, inner shifts in the book, so that it's it's uh, structured in a way that it's actually actionable and relatable. So it's not just an idea <laughs> that is presented. So, and uh, yeah, I invite you to check it out. I will, and I will also include it as the book of the month. Uh, can't wait to read it. Thank you, and thank you. Ulrika, I will definitely have you back. I believe you and I also got excited about talking about astrology and charts, and maybe I can share a little bit about what I've been learning. So that would be a good. Yes. Oh, I'd love to be part of that. It's uh, because it links into what we talked about earlier about the opportunity now to expand our perception of who we are. And astrology is a great tool to actually make it real make it um you know as as humans we want to (laughs) kind of 
relate to something, right? And uh, our multidimensional self is just craving this perspective. So yeah, I would be excited to to talk with you about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll follow up with you. I am so so honored that you were um, on the show today. You shared so much wisdom and a lot of practical things that I believe the cerebral part of our brain will say, <laughs> I have something to go work on now. Yes, I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, this was such a, a lovely, uh, beautiful conversation with you, Shilpa. Thank you so much. I'm honored to, to be in, in conversation with you and I'm happy to come back. I'm so honored to have you as my, <laughs> my new friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, sweet soul. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for your kind review on Apple Podcast. Simply click on the link in the show notes to leave your lovely feedback and uplift our spirits. Your support means the world to me and helps our show thrive. So please show me your love and continue to practice Omni Mindfulness.